As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Yeah, NBA trade deadline update. Here we are, no dunks, in the classic factory. We live here now. I'm Skeets. We got Tass. We got Trey Kirby. We got Lily. We got JD pushing the buttons over there. Apologies for the few uh, false starts. We were somehow sounding like Transformers or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Blame it, it on YouTube. It did sound kind of cool. It sorta. did sound cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here we are. I think we sound okay for everybody out there joining us live right now on YouTube. Shout out to the stream teamers. Thank you again for... Uh, Living through a couple of those false starts. And hello to the pod squad as well. So we have some deals. We're still waiting on the big ones. Obviously, James Harden for Ben Simmons. Are they talking? Are they not talking? Are they in a zone? Or are latest they not update in a zone? is they might be talking, but they could not be talking possibly at the same time. Waiting on confirmation. Okay. You're working your sources. I'm working my sources, yeah. Excellent. Harden may or may not be traded today. That's the latest. Can I tweet that? No, just wait. Let me get confirmation first. Uh, All right. You don't want to get aggregated. No. You do right. not want to be aggregated. Lee was just working his sauces with that, that be- those beans you just had as well. Uh, sure. Yeah, this, Tasty this sauces. This guy just took down a bowl of beans. All right. We finished this morning's show, and then everybody just started eating beans in here. Yeah. I had some beans. You had some. Well, you had hummus. Uh, Close. Yeah. Uh, bean <laughs> Close family, to, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's bean adjacent. Uh, but yeah, we got some energy here. Yeah, now. well, it's going to be a long day. I had to stock up on energy. So uh, beans is the best thing to do with that. That's right. Yeah. Farts shall fly here soon. Uh, they're Irish beans, by the way. Um, so, the best time. my man TK, you got the hat on. We, the we're hat, we're hitting the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch pretty close to a southern lawyer not really at all <laughs> i just realized all right let me ask you this do you want it uh southern lawyer style or john dutton style oh, i want it john dutton style here we go oh yeah hey we got ourselves some trades casey <laughs> there you go yes We're coming for our picks and we ain't giving up our picks <laughs> my grandfather told me do anything to keep those picks <laughs> That's good advice. I think the stream teamers are going to want Peepaw back and the Southern Lawyer. But uh, wait wait a minute. I brought many hats for today. All right. Yeah, we've got ourselves some trades. Uh, Again, not blockbusters, but this first one that we're going to dig into, a lot of teams involved and a lot of players involved. So I'll try my best to get it across to everyone here, and then we can start grading this thing. The Bucks have acquired 
Serge Ibaka from the Clippers as part of a four-team deal that also sends former number two overall pick Marvin Bagley III from Sacramento to Detroit. Now, as part of the deal, Dante DiVincenzo will go from the Bucks to the Kings, and the Pistons are sending Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles, good old Canadian boy, to the Kings as well. Detroit sending out multiple second-round picks in this, and then the Bucks are sending out Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood to the Clippers. Okay? Okay. So I'll just recap that. Bucks get Serge Ibaka, couple future second round picks some cash i believe kings get dante divincenzo trey lyles and josh jackson pistons get marvin bagley the third his dad very happy about that tweeting that news out with some mm-hmm. jerseys that he's got his hands on and the clippers get semi ojale and ronnie hood so tess i say all of that to ask you you know who comes away from this uh you know the best who gets the a in your mind from this four-teamer well, I'll start with the most interesting. It's the Sacramento Kings, considering they're finally saying the Marvin Bagley experiment hasn't worked, finally giving up on the number two pick. Trading him, he gets to a new start to Detroit. Hopefully that works out. They get back a guy who also is getting another chance in Josh Jackson, a number four pick, Trey Lyles, and Dante DiVincenzo, who they've wanted for a long time. So he's going to be playing aside Davian Mitchell and... Darren Fox, a lot of Dante DiVincenzo alongside of Darren Fox with David Mitchell. Now, I guess that's the most interesting part. The Kings moving on from Marvin Bagley, but I'm not going to sit here and claim to know what any of those guys are going to offer in the next few years. DiVincenzo, a lot of hype around him, you know, sort of being a, that next guard with the Milwaukee Bucks and never really panned out. Same with Marvin Bagley, but I know Serge Ibaka is going to help the Milwaukee Bucks right here, right now. Come playoff time, they are already the favorite in the Eastern Conference, and I think they're only getting stronger. They wanted a backup big, and this is a team that he helped dismantle in 2019 in the Eastern Conference Finals when the Raptors were down 0-2. He went to the locker room and said, hey, we were down 0-2 with the Thunder. We came back. We can do it. And now he's joining the Bucks as a backup center because mm. they don't have Brooks. So I think he's going to get in there, and he's had an under-the-radar season because he was injured, but he's come back and he's played a bunch, still banging home some threes at a decent rate, even though he's not shooting a lot. He's going to help as a backup spot. I, I know he's going to make an impact. I think we're going to be hearing his name more than any of these other guys in the next couple months. It's The favorites just got stronger in the Eastern Conference with, with Surge being there, and I, I I hope this doesn't mean that Brooke is not coming back for the Bucks because now they have Bobby Portis, Serge Ibaka, and an injured Brooke Lopez at, mm-hmm. at the center spot on that depth chart. So it's it's an interesting one, but I think Serge will help. Well, Mr. Dutton, what do you think? Pull out your red marker. How you how you grading this four-teamer? Do you like it overall for a lot of these teams? And, and Ibaka going to the Bucks as that backup big? That's a definitely a, a trade or at least a name that we were linking together with Milwaukee uh, last week. So we sort of called that one. And then Marvin Bagley also being freed out of the Sacramento. What do you think? I think this is pretty solid all around. Yeah. Uh, quite honestly, I think a lot of the teams involved in this are getting something that's going to be helpful. I think uh, getting Dante DiVincenzo is pretty smart for uh, for the Kings because now that they've traded for Sabonis, they've got De'Aaron Fox as their point guard. You need some wings who are going to play defense, and at least DiVincenzo's an athletic sort of dude. He can play some defense. Let's see if his uh, injury history turns around, if his offensive consistency comes along. He could be a helpful player there, and he's a younger sort of guy, so I think, uh, you know, he's still got some potential, no doubt about it. The Pistons get to roll the dice on the old bag of beans there alongside Cade Cunningham and maybe Killian Hayes. We'll see what they do uh, with Jeremy Grant here today, Sadiq Bey. 
I don't know what to make of Bagley. He wore an eye patch on his show, on our show, so I'm going to mm. give him the benefit of the doubt for his entire career. But at least he has a chance here in a low pressure environment. Not that there was a ton of pressure in Sacramento, but he was the number two pick and he wasn't quite living up to that billing. So maybe a fresh start does him some good. As for the Bucks, Serge Ibaka, I think, will help a little bit. I think he is way, way past his prime. Right. But if he can give you one good game, that's enough. And most importantly, they opened up two more roster spots, yeah. which I think is going to be huge on the buyout market. Because like Tass is saying, they're one of the favorites in the Eastern Conference. Teams will want to sign with the Bucks, and now they've got two more slots that they can pick somebody up. Lee, what do you make of all this? Yeah. These guys on uh, the right track here? Uh, clearly, the Bucks have been focused on, I don't think, Brooks coming back from yeah. what we sound with. They've tried to Marcus Cousins. You know, it was okay. didn't really work. They signed Greg Monroe to a 10-day, brought him back. Mm-hmm. A different sort of player, but now they go for another big, a Serge, who's ideally, if he could come off the bench and give you 10 or 15 minutes, I think that would be great. But if you're asking Serge to play starters minutes, and maybe 25, 30 a night. I'm not sure he's got that in him anymore. But he's a veteran. He's been around. He's only 32 years old. Feels a little bit older than that. Um, So clearly that is the focus here for Milwaukee. They give up DiVincenzo, who, you know, he's he's an interesting player, but he's the one expendable, I think. They weren't going to give up Pat Connaughton, I don't think. As soon as they signed Grayson Allen, everybody was like, DiVincenzo's going to be gone. And he was, remember, he was injured in the playoffs last year. Didn't actually be a part of their finals run there. He's been injured for most of this season as well. So they're not really losing anything there. They just have to focus on getting the backup in the middle there. Uh, So that's not too bad. Yeah, Marvin Bagley, you kind of hope things work out for him in a better situation. Isn't this perfect for him? You would think so because there's no expectations. No one's really watching the Pistons. He gets a chance now. They need him in there if he can come in. He can stretch the floor. He can rebound. He's, I mean, he was taken number two, so he's got some potential there. He started playing half decent here for the Kings as of late, too. I mean, he really has. I mean, I know that was a very low bar with what they were expecting with the number two pick, but there is some talent there. The thing is, I mean, almost since he's been there, the situation has been kind of bad. It hasn't really worked out for him so now he goes and it's like okay let's see what you can get out of your career here and uh, going to Detroit's a good situation for him yeah any other thoughts here on the four-teamer yeah I guess with Bagley yeah ton of talent just seems like you leave Sacramento sometimes you can press the restart button and things are rosy and maybe he can play basketball again like he did at Duke and just be a a happy fella uh, and start playing around uh, a team that it's yeah so much potential with all their guys um do they need more veteran leadership to bring Bagley along? But, uh, you know, it'll be uh, – it's an interesting watch with the guys Trey mentioned and, and Cade and Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bay and friends. Uh, the Clippers, I, I, they get Rodney Hood in this deal. They also get Shemi Oloje. Rodney Hood is a guy last few years, you know, he comes off the bench and just fires. Uh, the Clippers are an interesting team in the in the postseason. They seem like they can jump shoot you to death. They got into the conference finals last year. Uh, doing that and mm-hmm. now you know they helped they got Norman Powell to get to the free throw line a little bit more he's their scorer there and now uh, Rodney Hood he could you could see him winning a quarter if he comes in and drops 15 if he's healthy again uh, that's that's the big question mark so I think the Clippers did pretty well in this deal as well even though that's going to go under the radar and Rodney Hood has to get healthy so if you're ranking this four teamer the team specifically Trey like one, two, three, four. If we're going gold, silver, bronze, and then uh, the unfortunate fourth in the Olympics, man. Clippers are fourth. Brutal. Okay, Clippers fourth. Yeah, I think most people probably agreeing with that. 
Uh, you know what? They got trade exceptions they're going to be able to play with here. That's the big win for them. A little flexibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but then how do you go gold, silver, bronze in this one? Who's the best to you? Who's the Kim on the half pipe? I don't know. Is that a thing? I think Chloe so. Chloe Kim. Yeah. She crushed she it last it. night. Two ten eighties. That was incredible. Great stuff. Uh, for me, the Kings are the winner here because I think they really need defensive wings. Like, and those are hard to find in the NBA right now. Like, look at what the Timberwolves have done. Uh, look at what the Bulls did early in the season. If you don't have a great rim protector, you got to be athletic on the perimeter mm-hmm. and you got to force turnovers. So getting DiVincenzo will help considering Sabonis is going to be their rim protector for right now. And they gave up a guy in Marvin Bagley who has been replaced by DeMontis Sabonis and right. was ready to be gone anyways. Next up, I think silver medals got to go to the Bucks. Serge Ibaka. We'll see if he does anything. He he wasn't able to do anything with the Clippers, so I don't know exactly what's going to change with the Bucks. but at least they are taking a chance on him. And mm-hmm. He's going to be a good locker room guy, and they can continue to add to their team. So then I guess the third will be Marvin Bagley, the third, going to the Pistons. We'll see what he can do there. It's just a complete unknown to me right now, but maybe playing alongside Isaiah Stewart is good for him. That way, Bagley doesn't have to worry about the physicality stuff of it as much as he can just kind of focus on his finesse game. I like that two of uh, Serge Ibaka's best games this season came in like the last week. Mm. Uh, You know, after basically being out of the rotation, not playing at all, then we get close to the deadline. You got to showcase him to the Mm -hmm. rest of the league. Hey, he's still got it. He had that great game against the Lakers. He uh, went for 20 and 8 in the game before that, 14 and 11. Um, That one against Indiana. He even played the Bucs. They must have saw him. Like, oh, all right. Serge still has a little left in the tank. Mm -hmm. And then they sit him down the last game because you can't get him to have him get injured before you do this move. You agree with Trey's uh, gold, silver, bronze there in this one? Yeah, yeah. The the Clippers, uh, I mean, they're just making a roster move here, really. It's not really going to improve their team a whole lot by bringing Ojale and Rodney Hood. Uh, I think the Bucs, they found what they were looking for there. I mean, again, there's not tons for them out there. This was the best available option. And then the Kings. DiVincenzo, he struggled, but I think he can be better than he's shown so far. And then Marvin Bagley. I mean, the, the thing is, you've got Bagley. Can he be better than what we've seen? versus someone like a Serge Ibaka who's clearly passed his best, but what's he's got left in the tank? So they're sort of at the opposite ends of their uh, careers there. So I don't mind it for every team here. They had to make a few moves, and uh, each team got what they want out of it. Okay, well, we're going to take a break here, but when we come back, we got to talk about the Dragic trade. Goran Dragic going to the San Antonio Spurs for at least uh, <laughs> to make the trade official, though he's probably not staying there by all accounts. Uh, but the Raptors getting Thaddeus Young. Can't wait to hear your thoughts no, on I that. Know. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on Shoring that. Shoring up the bench there. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Back with No Dunks here. NBA trade deadline day here in the Classic Factory. Skeets Tass, TK Lee, and JD pushing the buttons over there. Take a second, like the video, and if you're new to the No Dunks YouTube feed, subscribe. Every day we do this. Every day, 90 minutes, just looking at your eyes, smelling your bean farts, talking hoops. 
looking at your eyes. <laughs> I do have an update on the Harden Simmons mm. sort of, uh, you know, rumor. non-deal. Yeah, non-deal. Yeah. Uh, Tim Bontemps from ESPN. He did say, you know, hours here before the trade deadline, that Doc Rivers has canceled practice to quote, let everyone just come in, relax, and get some shots up. Just vibing. Just vibe. Mm. Tomorrow we'll have shoot around with our team for sure. Doc Rivers. The, the human <laughs> thing sure. to do. For yeah. sure. With all the trade rumors swirling, who's going to be here, who's not, who's getting moved. But of course, people are saying, oh, that definitely means that definitely means this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, your sources don't say that? Ah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, oh. that's another ESPN source. Which one? Who's going to be right? Who's going to be wrong on this one? I guess this is slightly different, isn't it? But Windy and Woj have uh, got uh, conflicting, conflicting reports out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, since you talked about Doc Rivers, yeah. let me talk about Steve Nash, the coach of the other guy. Yeah, 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 buddy. Our man, Alex Schiffer at The Athletic said that Steve Nash, again, reiterated, <laughs> James Harden isn't getting traded a mere couple hours ago. Nash said, no, he's okay. not going anywhere. So Doc's sitting his guys. Nash <laughs> going into to the ring for his guy. Adds he hasn't talked to him about the deadline. Nash has not talked <laughs> oh. to Harden about the so deadline. So wait, he doesn't know. Okay, okay. So nothing yet here in the Harden-Simmons deal. Not yet. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a scoop here. <laughs> yes. They're coming for our picks, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. And we won't let them get our picks. <laughs> well, we do have an actual other trade to talk about. Uh, the Raptors have traded Goran Dragic and a protected 2022 first-round pick to the San Antonio Spurs uh-huh. for Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks and a 2022 second-round pick by way of the Pistons. Now, the Spurs are expected to negotiate a contract buyout with the Dragon. Um, so, you know... In theory, many teams are going to be interested in lining up to uh, try and get him once he becomes a free agent. If that happens, Dallas Mavericks, that one's been a hot one. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks Dragic is going to team up there with uh, Luka in Dallas. That's a possibility. The Milwaukee Bucks just talked about the move they made, opening up roster spots. Maybe they want another guard, a vet guard there in Dragic. The Bulls are linked as a possibility, the Clippers. So, yeah, Dragic going to the Spurs, though that's going to be uh, not for long. Yep, that's yep. a cup of coffee. And then we get the Raptors with Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks and then some moving of their picks in terms of where they're going to be falling. What do you think, Raps fan? <laughs> I think the Raps got better uh, because they traded a guy who obviously wasn't yep. playing a lot for Thaddeus Young and you say he's coming off the bench and I agree they're going to start OG Pascal and Scotty Barnes as their three, but... Yeah. Come on, you're I not think... messing with that starting five. It can hang with anybody. Yeah, but you never know what happens with Scotty Barnes down the road, uh, down into the playoffs and, and especially closing games. You could see Thaddeus Young as a vet being that connector as we say here at trade deadline that's a hot word wingspan i think is a great word for draft day connector i think is a really good one now because we're not talking about guys who take over we're talking about guys who can make things happen in an ensemble as we've been saying about the phoenix plug Suns. and play yeah thad can can get everybody <laughs> involved ones. as pascal does uh thad can help out on the bench they need a center they don't really have one, and I know Thad is an undersized one, that is for sure. Uh, but they get another 6'9 guy that fits at their MO, along, mm-hmm. along with Drew Eubanks, who's got some touch in there, throw a body around. Did they give up too much in a protected first-round pick uh, for Thaddeus Young that if it doesn't convey these next two years, turns into two second-round picks? I don't think so. They've got so many young guys. I think it's fine if they give a, a pick away in the uh, 20s. So... It also right. just just gets them a little closer to uh, it's an it's an expiring deal. It isn't you know I, I I didn't expect them to trade a first round pick for Thaddeus Young, but you know but it they may, also it may not got be. the Pistons 
second round pick back. So I mean, they're just moving down in theory in this draft, right? Yeah, you're you're uh, you're giving up a pick in the twenties. Let's call it like number thirty two for a pick in the low yeah in right. the low thirties. That's so a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, look at it that way. But uh, yeah, Thaddeus Young, you think he can help the Raptors out here in a in potential playoff series, right? He's definitely going to help. He was great uh, for the Bulls last year. Thadric Johnson is what Stacey King kept calling him, the way he was setting everybody up. And like Tass said, he fits the Raptors' uh, archetype right there, 6'9". Yeah. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe Drew Eubanks was 6'9". <laughs> that was crazy. I'm <laughs> like, that guy, he plays like a 7-footer. Yeah. He's got he the build of a 7-footer, but he's got the height of a Raptor. So, <laughs> interesting to me. So I they got like, they, sorry, they have Boucher, Barnes, Banton, Siakam, Birch, Utah Watanabe, and now Drew Eubanks and Thaddeus Young. All six nine. That's like eight, nine guys. I can't count that's that That's pretty high. amazing. Nice. Um, <laughs> but that's good. I think uh, the more that, the less that Achua and Chris Boucher can play in the playoffs, I think that's going to be better uh, for the Raptors. So I think uh, Thaddeus Young taking their spots would be good for them. I also don't love giving up a first round pick. It seems like Thaddeus Young was going to be a buyout guy for the Spurs, but obviously not because there's no way the Raptors would hop in here with a first round pick yeah. if they thought they were going to be able to get him after the deadline as a buyout guy. Thaddeus Young is kind of like Serge Ibaka, a player, a plug-and-play kind of guy that would fit into any ensemble. So surely there are other teams that will wanted to take the same kind of risk. Maybe the Raptors were the first ones that said, yeah, sure, we'll throw you a first-round pick. Give us Detroit's. That's a close approximation yeah. of a first-rounder. What do you think, Lee? You like what the Raptors have done here? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Thaddeus Young is one of those guys at the stage of his career. You ask him to do something, he'll be able to do it. If it's coming off the bench, he plays defense, he can pass the ball, he can hit a little mid-ranger. So he's a pretty uh, a solid veteran to add to this team that needs a little bit of depth. And uh, so yeah. I think that's a really, really nice pickup. But Drew Eubanks is the same. He's another banger. You know, he's coming from San Antonio, so you know he's going to play both ends of the floor. The draft picks, given the protections, honestly, I don't really think that's anything for the Raptors to right. be too concerned about. They get that back for a guy who wasn't playing on their team in Goran Dragic. So, honestly, I think uh, all Masai Ujiri has done here is said, yep, we need some depth. We need a few other bodies. Here are a couple of pretty decent ones. I see some of the stream teamers saying, I just want to know what the other offers were. <laughs> you know, Dragic and a first-round pick. What else could, in theory, the Raptors have acquired? Of course we want to know that. We don't. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, maybe there was nothing. Maybe this is what Bobby Webster mm. and Masai Ujiri was like, oh, all right, this is our best deal. Thad Young can help us. Let's make that move. Um, because I think some Raptors fans, maybe delusional ones, thought they could get more tasks for. What are you going to get? I know, than, I, not me. I'm other saying other than a guy that. Thinking. Yeah, I mean, this guy can help. Thaddeus Young can help. He's 12, 6, and 4 last year on 56% shooting. Great numbers. Right. Uh, Plays D, moves ball. And he was a starter. He's a starter. Star- and again, I think he, he could be a, a starter at times if things aren't going right with Scotty Barnes. I can't. I don't want to say it again, but plug and play, baby. Uh, <laughs> plug him in. Plug him in. Uh, so, right. what? Yeah. What more could you get? This guy is literally going to be a rotation piece. Their biggest issue was at the center spot. I mean, yes, it'd be nice to have another little playmaker as a backup guard. Be nice to have Gordon Dragic if he was, you know, uh, feeling good. But this is what they needed. I mean, it'd be nice if Thaddeus Young, I guess, was six eleven, even if he doesn't fit the archetype there. Uh, but he's, he's could you tiny. Give us two more inches on that trade, please. <laughs> uh, and then there's a lot of like Porzingis. What? Buzz to the Raptors floating around here. I don't know who's the source. I'm trying to keep up. I was just trying to eat my beans after the first yeah. show. You know, I'm like shoveling them in my mouth. Thought we were gonna have a Greg Anthony situation where I was gonna be mm. eating here at the desk. Thank God that didn't happen. But yeah, <laughs> what do you make of any of this? Thank God. Uh, I'm glad they didn't trade for Porzingis. Uh, I just, I, I, he's 
Two Andrea Bargnani, two points. Oh, let's he's, go. He's uh, too unreliable right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, look, if it was like, hey, well, no, because he's got that big contract. I just don't think the Raptors want to be burdened with that. So uh didn't sound like that had any real traction there. I think the Mavericks would be more than happy to trade Porzingis, but they want to get something of substance in return themselves because he's a young player with that upside. But Dragic doesn't do that for them either. And, and again, they likely, well, I don't know if it's likely. There's certainly some conflicting reports as to whether or not Dragic is going to the Mavericks, one of those teams for sure. But uh, if I'm going to Dragic and the Bucks are interested, I'm probably going there before I go to the Mavericks. I think they're a lot closer to a championship uh, than the Dallas Mavericks are. Right. Uh, trivia question. Hopefully you guys don't have it up in front of you. Can you name all the teams Thaddeus Young has played for? Brooklyn. Correct. Philly. Name name the first one. Philly, yeah, Philly played a long time Minnesota. there. Minnesota. Yeah, they uh, Chicago. Yeah, yes, Minnesota, Chicago. Yeah. Pacers. That's right. And then Spurs. Yeah, you mm. did it. Yep. Well done. You guys know basketball. Uh any other thoughts on this one? On the Raptors moving Dragic and the pick there. Do for- you think they could have got more for Goran Dragic? I, I I see this the stream teamers. Coming through with the nineteen million dollars wasted because Dragic was getting paid nineteen mil this year, you could trade him for you know someone along mm-hmm. that same salary structure. Well, would you rather have, if possible, would you rather have Eric Gordon than Thaddeus Young on this Raptors team? Good question. Uh, nah. Okay, then I'm starting. I mean, to, the I'm, shooting I'm, is nice. The shooting would be nice on this team. Sometimes, sometimes it's lacking. Yeah. Um, but no, I think uh, I think you know Fred and Pascal are going to have the ball in their hands. That works. You're not messing with that, right? With you like Thaddeus that? It doesn't. It, it, the identity stays the identity with Thaddeus Young on this team. Yeah, of course. Like you said, whatever. Whether he starts spot games here or just continues, he probably comes off the bench. I think they'll continue to do that. Yeah, it's he fits in perfectly, as we said. Who is their best Eric center? Different. Who's their best center right now? And not. To, and we don't know what centers means anymore. Well, what, like he, he literally could be their best center i mean ken birch hasn't been a solid birch this year he's got injury problems uh chris boucher up and down he's helping out recently he's up right now yep. yeah he's feeling good feeling good um well the answer is siakam is <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> i mean whoever's starting consider him the center yeah, right right i don't guys. know it'd just be nice to have an an older big reliable body i think that's fine and i and again i I feel like Drew Eubanks feels like he's seven feet. I feel like Thaddeus <laughs> Young is probably like 6'11", too, but he ain't. Right. Uh, we had a, another very, very minor deal here. The Celtics traded P.J. Dozier. Oh, we're going deep in. And Bull Bull. Mm. And a second rounder to the Magic to get under the luxury tax. That's what Brad Stevens was doing here. This is uh, this is what the Heat did with Casey Akpala. This is what Celtics are doing here with moving these guys that are injured, right? Yeah, uh, both neither of them. them are playing this season. So. But all to get under the luxury tax. Yeah. But we have, you know, potentially Bol Bol and Mo Bamba mm. on the same team. Mm. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but... Uh, I doubt it. Anything but... to add to this one? Or <laughs> no, Come no, on. No. I thought you knew basketball. Uh, well, I'm just disappointed for how things have gone for Bol Bol. I was hoping for something of a sort of breakout season for him. Didn't really work. He got traded. That got rescinded. He got traded again. And now he's being traded again. So. What do we got? A Luke Ridnor situ- yeah, situation yeah, on our yeah, hands here? Yeah, so, uh... any, uh Any other rumors... Tweets, thoughts, predictions. Uh, because again, we're not going anywhere here today. We might wrap up this podcast, wrap up this stream, mm-hmm. and then just wait until the next big news drops. But uh, yeah, what, what, what are you feeling here as we get closer and closer to the deadline? We're less than two hours mm-hmm. away. I know stuff trickles in after 3 p.m. Eastern, but we're running out of time here. 
<laughs> They're coming for our pants. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at this. The magic waved Michael Carter Williams and Etwan Moore. Hmm. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, I mean, there is some, there's a little bit of smoke, a little bit more smoke yeah. about oh, the old Simmons in the mm. heart. Oh, it's coming down to Matisse Thibel yeah. right now, huh? That's why, according to Keith Pompey, Matisse Thibel is the holdup. Uh, all other issues are agreed upon. Wow. Which, and Frank I saw. So where there's smoke, there's ashes, and where there's ashes, there's Pompeii. Frank yeah. I saw. Oh. oh, wow. Deep. That's oh, nice. Deep. That that's is great. Great place. Nice. 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 Uh, really nice. <laughs> I thought you were going with a Keith key no. Pipe, whether you're smoking a Pipe, eh? but no, pump nice. Very According nice. According to Frank Sorry. I Sola, the Sixers have offered Simmons, Seth, a first and a second. And not Matisse Thibel, but apparently the Nets are after Thibel to get that done. Can you say that again? One more time. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons, yep. Seth Curry, a first and a second pick is okay. the Sixers offer to the Nets. Let's do it. Call it in. Okay. All right. We, we'll, we've agreed. <laughs> Scoop. No dunks awesome. has agreed. Harden going to the Sixers. Yeah. So call it in. Okay. So I guess we can wrap this up. Yeah. One other rumor I saw. All right. Completely different. Yeah. Completely different, but it has a little to do with those Boston Beantown boys. Okay. Malik Beasley for Marcus Smart is a framework that's being discussed. I'm not sure if they've entered the danger zone or the deal zone yet, but I don't know. That could happen. Marcus oh. Smart to the Timberwolves. That's interesting to me. That's mm-hmm. like getting a good Patrick Beverly kind of. Yeah. yeah. The, go ahead. What about the Celtics side? Yeah. I mean, who's, hand, who's the point guard now? It's just a weird one, right? Jalen and Jason. Yeah. All right. So so who else is going to be moved here? Because we got Thaddeus Young. We all thought that was going to happen. So Eric Gordon, is he going to be moved? Yes. Is Houston going to keep him? <laughs> Terrence Ross, is he going to be moved? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can't get Eric Gordon, you're getting Terrence Ross. Okay. Trade, trade him for each other. Okay. Uh, what are the other like big names that are very likely to be moved here? I guess I'm starting to run the out. Lakers. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. I mean, Schroeder. is he going to be moved? Yeah. Sure. The Lakers just have to do something. <laughs> but what? But what? THT. Trade him today. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's from Black Trey, not from me. Okay. The oh, white tray. Oh. <laughs> you are the white tray. You are the Dutton tray. Uh, all right. Well, let's call it there then, guys. Uh, again, just a reminder, we will be back live as soon as a big trade happens, as soon as some other at least minor trades that we can lump together to all weigh in on happen. So we'll be here taking you through that 3 p.m. Eastern deadline here on Thursday on the trade deadline day. Thanks so much for joining us for this one. Again, apologies for the little false starts there in the robotic voice. Take a second to like the video, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube, and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review if you're a listener to the podcast there on Apple. We will be back hopefully soon with that big Ben Simmons James Harden deal. We're going to do some huge numbers when that one breaks, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Brace the day, people. (laughs) 